Hey, folks, sorry about last week. Sorry. <laughs> I don't want to spoil uh, it, so I don't even say what we can't <laughs> stop laughing about. Because it's good for the show. Uh, Stay tuned through the end, even through all the construction noise. We're going to say this at the beginning of the show. We'll go ahead and say it again now. The office we record in is is being... Uh, studio. Studio. The studio we record in is having some renovations done, so... A full gut job. We didn't record where we normally do. The sound's going to be different. We barely watched a episode of The Sopranos on Austin's phone. We'll make that right, M&P. We tried to honor M&P's request of watching Sopranos for... Also something to look forward to for M&P. I recorded on my television at the old studio yeah. where we started Revenge of the, Revenge Nerds. Of the Nerds. You said this on the show, uh, and I'll, I'll bring it up now because there's no spoilers. You alluded to the possibility of an Australian mob. Yeah. And I want to know from M&P, like, is there... Like, from movies, we know that there's an Italian-American crime, organized crime syndicate, mm-hmm. right? And we also know from, like, Guy Ritchie films that there's there's London, mafia there's roughy, in, there's, there's in the There's Russian UK. mobs, there's Armenian mobs. Is, there's, there's an Irish mob. There's an Irish mob. Is there an Australian mob? Uh, of course there is. And of course. Well, I just, I want, I want like, fun I know. details from Matt. Well, I, like, if, yeah, there is, and he's right, my brother Do you think he's, like, consigliere to well, some No, but because he's over there, he might be like, yeah, there actually is, and here's, like, a link to the latest BS with that. Here's their mailing list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe they'll listen. Austrian mob, uh, please do subscribe. Don't kill us. Don't kill us. We love your country. We love your country. We'll move there. Yeah, we, uh, at this point. We'll run drugs for you. Whatever you want. I'll <laughs> suck your dick. I will suck your dick. I will suck your dick. I watched MacGyver the other night, and I was just dying. Oh, just yeah, tell MacGyver. me what you want me to fuck. <laughs> what was the scene where he blows up his entire crew? <laughs> Call 911! <laughs> oh, no! Todd! Are you guys okay? Oh, no! Call 911! Call 911! Call 911! I know, I always laugh in his office with Ryan Phillip. He's like, I will suck your, your dick. dick. <laughs> I will fuck something, you can fuck me. <laughs> Just tell me what you want me to fuck. <laughs> We've done that like four straight it pauses in a row. It's so good. That movie will never But we, we we do apologize. There, there definitely is some sound interruptions. We'll interruption. Let's go pound we'll, some we'll, cuts. We'll, pro- <laughs> we'll probably keep them in so you can enjoy the comedic yeah, there's lots flavor. Of, there's lots of noise. There's buzz saws. There's. Uh, there's it's all sinks. in the name of progress. We had to record literally at like a break room table, and there's noise going around for just a little bit. Like, don't don't turn it off because you hear a fucking a bus saw, a bus or a saw sink. in the background. Yeah. It's brief. Yeah, it lasts for all of three or four minutes, and then we're back to the usual old bullshit. But anyways, thank you for listening. We have to go. It's been fun. We'll do better without the sound. Yeah, and we won't make fun of. Uh, well, fuck it. I'll let you hear the end of this episode, and you'll draw your own conclusions. Pussy drip! The show reached a new low. It only took 68 episodes to get to here. It's all... I even let out. It's all Before we even started, I, I said, I don't think we can make this. And you were like, probably not, and then we just did. It's, all, it's my fault. It's all further downhill from here. Anyways. We're at the bottom of the hill, and we're just going to go farther. WFECK. Bam. Holl. Are we on? We're on. All right, we'll t- let's explain. Well, we're going to say it in the intro. 
Have you noticed that with our shows? Because we, we double to, explain. We double explain yeah. because we this is the beginning, and then when we go back and do the intro, we explain again. Well, for that one person who's listening, M&P, we are going to do The Sopranos tonight, but with a caveat <laughs> that the studio, we've gotten so big, we have so many listeners now, so much money pouring in from adamandeve.com. Like cheap tequila. Yeah, that we're having to renovate our uh, our studio right now. So tonight's episode will be noticeably shorter than average. And um, it's going to sound different, too. It's going to sound different. We've got floors coming out. They're... Producer Burke's over there. Put hey, look at him over there in his G string. He's in his. He's literally bending over in his G string, putting down tile do, right now. It's a weird choice to do that kind of labor in a thong. You know the thing. It's it, it's bad enough that it's a. It's the color that's it's, bothering me more. That, it's like that's yeah. off peach kind of. Yeah, it's almost flesh tone. But it's stained. Like at and a you quick wonder, glance, you wouldn't even know he was wearing anything. No, and it's a little off putting. But he's working really hard, so we'll leave him alone. But this is going to be a, a little bit shorter. But we are going to do. Uh, for those for RBK and Superfan, Allen and uh, M and P, we're gonna do, we're gonna go back to the roots. Allen throwing shade at me today. Not a fan. Not of to, not today. It not, was a it was a yesterday. Not a fan of the Golden Voice. Uh, it's he he is. He well no he's not he's not a fan. He thinks you're an asshole. Uh, I told him that our shit talk about Charleston, from my perspective, is all in good fun. I've had some good times in Charleston. I think. If you look at it from the right angle, it's kind of like a mirage. <laughs> if you see it from the right angle, it looks pretty. But when you get into it, and you're like, this is just an East Coast city. Alan's, but Alan's, he's so. I mean, you gotta imagine it'd be yeah. like that's his home. Yeah. It's where he, where he, he's from. He must be so tired of the stop starts because when we start to talk about Charleston and you say something nice like you just did a moment ago, and then you just like dovetail into shit talk. Like, he's being mentally thrown back and forth like an alcoholic, drinking himself to sleep every night and waking himself up with coffee every morning. His brain just doesn't have time to catch yeah. up. That's I, my life. <laughs> Jesus. I make fun of Charleston on the show because I know you it bothers You genuinely me. don't like it, though. <laughs> now, that's the thing. Like, you do it because you know it's going to have an effect. Yeah. But... You genuinely dislike Charleston. I, if I'm, well, I'll put the Golden Voice uh, comedy for the show aside. I went to Charleston once as an adult with Kristen, and it was okay. You didn't like it. it it's not, it's too late to backtrack down the, down the track. We'll say, I'll say this. I haven't gone back. Right. It's like, you know, you recommended Halal Guys, and I poo-pooed it, and then I had it, and I've had it. And like, now we're having it for the fourth straight time. Yeah, I've had it yeah. like 90 times since. You also recommended <laughs> Lee's Bakery. I didn't dislike it, but I haven't gone back. Okay. That's the difference. Like, the first time you go to Panama City, it's like, fuck yeah, I'm going to go back here. Mm. No, I never had that. <laughs> no. In songs, fact, my aunt... Well, my, as far as beaches go. It was it, just funny. My aunt, um, she told me, she was like, we need to hang out. And this is a, a very beloved aunt. She's the one that gets me all the tickets to all the great this things. This is not the aunt that ratted you out on the beach. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, but just answer me real quick. Would you... if? Choose a beach, follow your Panama City. Panama City. Okay, that's all I was getting at. But like I she, went to Panama City, I went back. I went to Folly Beach, and I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, we're good. We saw it. Yeah. Packed brown sand, gray skies. Yeah. I don't need to come back here. Yeah. But she was telling me we need to hang out and have a game night soon because that's something we've done. It's a lot of fun because they're going to be moving. And she lives in a really nice um, place in Buckhead, Lennox Road. You know, um, you know the area. Is she moving to Charleston? No, oh, no. Okay. She said her dream has always been 
to live at a beach. And she did the whole go down to Florida and look around. She went to all some of the isolated beaches, some of the 30A stuff. And then she just felt like, you know what? PCB's always been her favorite. Mm -hmm. She went down there and looked around, and sure enough, that's where they're going to be going. They're going down. They're not going to be on like on the strip. Yeah. They're going down toward. There's like a state park. If you keep going down. You mean Pier Park? I don't know. I, I really don't know. But she's like, you know, you have a free place to stay, and I and I told her I was like, that's really great, and of course it is. Anytime you have a free place to go stay is cool, but yeah, I don't recall my last trip to PCB. Mm. And it must have been with us, with you and your parents. Really? I, yeah, I don't... Who did you see that coming? <laughs> we weren't lying about the renovation. Yeah. I guess this is going to be one of those, like, really meta episodes where you're like... <laughs> it's kind of like a scratch and sniff. Yeah. Uh, but no, I... It's I, almost like a callback to the shows of all that. You, if yeah, I, Leah's doing dishes. If I, play with the, yeah. if I play with that in post, I can make it sound like a crying baby. We could make that happen. But I told her, I don't remember the last time. She's like, are you serious? And I was like, yeah. It's not that I dislike PCB. I just never really, it wasn't an, I grew up there. Yeah. We went there every summer for 10, 10 years, maybe more. And then we went with you guys. And it's not, it was never something where my, me and my friends said, you know what would be fun this year? Let's mm. go back to Panama City Beach and experience all the same things we've always done. Yeah. But now. There it is again. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's just a scenario where it's like, yeah, if I have a free place to stay, I'll go down there. And she's like, do you ever go to the beach? I was like, yeah. She's like, it was almost like a challenge. Like, what beaches have you been to? I'm like, lots of them. Are they all in the Gulf? No. No. I threw in Galveston. That's the Gulf. But mm -hmm. it's not really because that's like, well, the, the, you know what's sad about she, Galveston? What kind of beachgoer is she? Is she a beachgoer like I'm a beachgoer or is she a beachgoer like you're a beachgoer? Because you're the wrong person to ask about uh, Yeah, no, I know. I, uh, she's definitely more on your your team. Yeah, cause like, like she'll go down and spend all day. Because like, you can watch a TNT movie marathon on any beach. See, this is so <laughs> fucked up and misconstrued. Because this gets back to when we were in California. And everybody thought I was upstairs. Just don't talk during this. I'll cut it out. The, sorry, I farted. It's funny. They told me... That they were going. They, and then, well, no. Anyways, so <clears throat> I. It's like Austin Powers peeing after he's been he's been awoken from. It's just absurd, man. <laughs> um. <laughs> Depending on what it sounds like, I may just leave it all in. It's not that I just sit up at the house and watch movies. Right. Okay. I just don't. My my ideal vacation, and that's the thing. It doesn't matter where I'm at. It doesn't matter if it's beach or France. There's some days when I'm on vacation mm -hmm. where I'll say to myself, "Hey, I'm on vacation," which means I get to do whatever the fuck I want to do. If that means I sleep till eleven, right? Mm -hmm. Wake up, flop on the couch for a few minutes, get my bearings, or like you said, have a cup of coffee. So my brain's getting fucked both ways. Yeah, I'll go down to the beach for. Two hours. Right, we've had this conversation. I know, but you're kind of bringing it back up, so I feel like I have to defend myself. Hang on a second. Do you want to pause it? No. Nah, I'll just keep talking. It's not that I dislike the beach. It's just that I don't like being super hot, and you don't get super... It's not like you, you go out in the ocean for 10 minutes and, and you get relief. 
you just get to get salty spray on you, and then you walk back up and you sit underneath an umbrella. Yeah. And people play games and stuff, but that's not really that. fun. I, I don't. It's just I'm not a guy that's ever gonna go out and sit on the beach all day. Now that being said, I, I do want to live near water. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. I would love to live near an ocean, but I want to like go out. Like for me, the optimal, if I'm at a beach, is like, hey, let's go rent a jet ski. Hey, let's go waterboarding. No, well that's bad. Not like a. <laughs> let's go torture some arrows. <laughs> That led to good material. <laughs> hey, we're at the beach. Let's waterboard some fuckers. Uh, it's He's brown. Lay him on his back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's go fishing. Yeah. Like I want to go out and I want to ride. I want to be in the boat on the ocean. I want to be. Yeah. I want to be on a, a jet ski in the ocean. I want to. I'll walk. Hey, you know what? I'll walk the beach at dusk, <laughs> or even better, I'll walk the beach at night yeah. when the sun's not bearing down and giving my, me skin cancer. My Hoyt dad brain is kicking in. Like, so we spent all this money to get here. And you can do something that you can't do at home, which is sit on the beach. But what you'd rather do is spend more money for activities. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because there's nothing intrinsically. Look, I've been to beaches my whole life. There's nothing like, yeah. there's nothing that screams like, I'm at the beach. So the only thing that would make me happy is just to put a fucking chair down in the sand and sit here for eight hours. Yeah. No, I don't want that. And yeah. it's, it's like I said when you yeah. walked away. I run severely hot. That's, you get hot, then you get in the water. No, ocean water. No, I'm sorry. No, ocean water does not does not <laughs> alleviate. When it's cool, it's refreshing, and it, it can be. The cool. Gulf is rarely that cool. It can be cool, especially like if you just missed like a rainstorm. It can be very cool. Let me go ahead and start this episode. Yeah, go ahead and fire up an episode. Now, I just from my perspective. You can't sit on the beach all day when you're fucking working your ass off in Atlanta in the summer with the humidity and everything else. We're we're officially in the stage where when I get out of my car, my sunglasses fog over as I'm walking into a building. And I'm actually going to Panama City uh, for the 4th of July. And I am thoroughly excited about the opportunity to do nothing but sit on my ass on the beach all day. We have kids now, so we're going to actually... We'll inevitably have to get up and do some things. But when it was just like me and Kristen, that's what we did. Pack a cooler full of beer or mixed drinks like in a Tupperware type thing. Some sandwiches. Get day drunk. Sleep. Swim. Pee in the ocean. That's the other thing about about the entire day beach sitting. You're, there's nothing to do. Yeah. And so, as so, opposed someone, to when you're someone, at home and no, there's no, always something so, to do. Something, someone puts on fucking... Yellow Brick Road by Elton John, the whole album, and that's cool. Who are you going to the beach? I with? like that album. It's a good beach or lake album. And you sit there and you talk or you shoot the shit, but inevitably you start drinking. Yeah. And then, you know, you're day drunk and you're having to keep remembering to put on sunscreen. And then you go up at about three or four and you take that nap. I that, that, oh, I can't help myself. And it's the worst thing because then you wake up at 6 30 and everyone's like, where are we going to eat? And you're like, fuck. <laughs> Can we just get a pizza? Yeah. But here's the thing. For fuck's sake. Monday through Friday, it's, it's, I mean, you have a kid now, so you know, it's, it's work and it's what's, what's everybody want for dinner and what are we doing? Is the baby okay? And I got this shit tomorrow. And don't forget to stop and get dog food on your way home. It, it's all this shit. And then the weekend comes and you have your sort of home life weekend head fuck of responsibilities. And then Monday comes and you're in it all over again. So when I am finally in a place where I don't need to look at my email 
I'm not. I'm going to disregard texts coming from pretty much anyone, and mm. can literally just sit and think about nothing. Like that's that. Like the ocean is almost therapeutic in that way. You can just look at it and not think about anything. It's like you're in a office space trance, which is like I'm just here. I don't have any responsibility. The only thing I have to do today is feed myself and my children and stay sober enough to safely drive us to dinner. Mm. And then I get to go to bed and do this all over again tomorrow. It's just not appealing to me, the, man. The, when we've gone to the beach with families before where it's like two hours in, like my dad's my dad's buddy's like, let's go rent jet skis. Let's go to let's go to get a nice lunch. It's like, fuck no, man. Like you want to go do and we go do every fucking day at home here. We don't go do. <laughs> that's just not that's just not Here vacation to me man vacation is D- doing nothing no it isn't that's the difference that's why you'll like you cut off the entire subcontinent of South America okay yeah. won't go there Kristen's upset about the Machu Picchu thing I was like I put her I was like hang on a second so pull. she's on my scene yeah, she, thank god I thank said, you Kristen I said let me pull Jesus. up some pictures I'll pull up pictures like it looks beautiful I don't need to go see it in person <laughs> <sighs> And she's like, don't you want to see it, though? Like, for what? I'm looking at it now. No, you're not, man. And she said, it's a two-day hike to get there, probably. It's on. It's clearly on top of I the mountain. Even, I even provided you with an outlet to say, you don't have to hike. <laughs> what Some was that? company. I even, you go back and listen. I said, uh, you, don't have, to do, you don't have to do the two-day hike. Or a helicopter? You get helicoptered up <laughs> yeah. there. They, they drop you down. You're in Machu Picchu. Machu Picchu is one of the wonders of the world, a yeah. civilization that could not and should not have been able to build this yeah. when they did. Mm-hmm. And they did. And people live there. Yeah. It's amazing. And you're like, yeah, they don't have AC. Pretty sure there was a civil war here like 90 years ago, too. So <laughs> Rocks and grass. It's so fucking stupid, man. <laughs> Great. Rocks no. And gra- hey, look at these old rocks. People used to live near these old rocks. Cool. It's like you're, What's next? It's like you're a member of the Tony Soprano crew. I am a little bit. You kind of are. You're like... I told her, she was upset. She's like, I want to actually see it. She has several relatives who have been there, and it's all the relatives. Like, as soon as you started naming them, like, yeah, it's all the hippie ones. I know exactly who's been there out of all your cousins and aunts and uncles. Right. You know, I I said, I guarantee you, a couple of your cousins got to the top and did one of these numbers, the shaka bra with the thumb and the pinky, and took a picture. I said, I know, like, my buddy uh, from high school who... Like, lives on a fucking boat and slack lines. I'm sure he's been there. Like, people with Patagonia gear who don't actually use it have been to Machu Picchu. I know the kind of people who have made the the pilgrimage. My point to her was, there's like 80 places ahead of that destination. Give me one. That if I had money, I'd want to go to. Where? Anywhere in Europe to start. Fucking cities in the U.S. Oh, careful. A lot of civil wars. (laughs) So half of Europe. Are there, are there is there guerrilla warfare going on in any part of Europe right now? Because I'm pretty sure there is somewhere in South America. <laughs> I'm not touching it. <laughs> I'm just saying your 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 travel restrictions are just it's, stupid. It's not unlike what we're getting we're getting ready to go back to Plattsburgh. And I told her before I said I enjoyed going to Plattsburgh, but it's not on my travel list. That's the lovely waterfall. Plattsburgh. <laughs> it's like, not that's on, what you miss the most. It's not on my travel list. Like, there's... <laughs> Where's that bottle? <laughs> I keep getting messages about whole all guys. Are, they, the are they here? No, I think it's on its way, though. Poor Davsies. <sighs> <laughs> 
<laughs> they just left it running. <laughs> Should have got the big bottle. Yeah. That yeah. was bad, though. That one time we did that, we got the big bottle. I was like, eh, hey, do another one. Hey, oh, that next one. day hey, was tough. Yeah. I don't even get hangovers, and that was tough. That was one of those instances where when I was driving home, I felt fine. But then when I got home, I was like, ooh, this is, this is heavy. <laughs> Hey-o. I'm just gonna turn this back on. While oh, you're good. I'm not ready to eat it. Yeah, I might wait till eat till later tonight. No, oh, I told her I said we're going back, and I'm looking forward to going back to Plattsburgh. But like, if we won the billion dollar lottery tomorrow, there's 25 other U.S. cities I would want to go to well before we ever went back there. Before you go to a World Heritage site, to one of the most magnificent places on earth, you would you would go to like Des Moines, Iowa. Before no. you went to Machu Picchu. No, but you've traveled more than I have. I have. So coming from a perspective of I've been to multiple parts of Florida, California <laughs> twice, New York once, and Chicago once for like two days. Yeah. Machu Picchu is not at the top of my list. Like, I want to go see the fucking Grand Canyon. I want to go see New York when it's not snowing. I've seen the Grand Canyon. Yeah, it's I want Machu, to go to, Machu Picchu would be far more impressive. I want to go to fucking Seattle and Portland. There are places just within the U.S. I haven't had the ability to financially go to yet. So while you dig into that chicken that looks like it's right up your alley, not the, like the, good the good chicken. What I mean, and like I want to, I want to see parts. I want to stress something. We're getting into the real meat right now of this episode. So okay. for for M and P, this we chose Pine Barrens which is one of the most iconic episodes of all time. Yeah, we do need to give Matt a shout-out because he's emailed a few times. We haven't mentioned it. A, he commended you on your beach count. I saw that, and uh, I took a great deal of pride in it. Um, <laughs> because I would have thought an Australian guy, like, your your numbers would have been amateur to him. I thought so, too, <laughs> personally. I thought like the shorts are so short over there. Yeah, I, well, I just figured it's Australia. What is there else to do? <laughs> all right, we can't... We can't start shitting on Australia like we do Charleston. Damn it. Well, no, we would never do that because they don't have any Folly Beach. <laughs> Every beach is fucking wonderful. The women are gorgeous. That could be wrong. Elderly. M&P, tell us if there's like, in, in all of your travels through that great continent of Australia, yeah, is there, like is there a shitty part? beach? No, not an ugly part, but just like, I'm sure it's like anything or anywhere else. There's an ugly part of, of Australia, but is there a, a beach that is particularly bad that can compare to Folly Beach of Charleston? Yeah, first, do your, you know, unfortunately, you're going to have to Google Folly Beach, and then... You'll get, well, I actually did this. Google Folly Beach, you'll get a picture, mm -hmm. and you'll know exactly what we're talking about. Because <laughs> I found it to be really entertaining. I Googled Folly Beach. You know, you get all the Google images that pop up, yeah, and they're just shitty. We haven't posted on Instagram in a while. Maybe that's what we'll do next. Yeah. No, but, like, I want to see different parts of Germany. I want to go to Paris. You've been to Paris. I want to go to Italy. I would like to go to, uh, need something? I'd like to go to, what, what do you call the region, like the, uh, the Norwegian region of... The Nor Norwegian region. What do you call that area? Scandinavia? Yeah, I'd like to go there. Okay. I'd like to see Japan. I got friends that have been to different parts of Japan. Um, probably roll out China, maybe Hong Kong. Maybe. I wouldn't rule out China. I think there's certain aspects of China. I, I don't think I'd spend a lot. When my friend lived there, he was always sending me pictures of his apartment with the smog alerts were reaching like 800, which yeah. in America 
if we got a smog alert of like 150, it would be on the news. I've had some friends go to Moscow. That could potentially be cool. It could also be terrifying. I would never go to Moscow <laughs> right now. It not now. This was years ago. Like I would, I would honestly think that it'd be probably. I would go to Tehran, Iran, even in the current, <laughs> even in the current environment. Do you believe a fucking orange buffoon is about to start World War Three? You know, the funny thing about that is that I kind of hope that he continues down this war hawk, John Bolton-led, like, because they're trying to sell us on this war. I don't want to get too far down on this, because I know you're not really watching the news. You might, you must be kind of watching the news, but... Actually, no, but I read, like an adult, I read an article today. Yeah, that's good. Uh, they're trying to sell us. They're, they're giving us the equivalent of the Gulf of Tonkin in Vietnam right now. They're, and that was a huge success. It was. It was a terrible failure for the, the men and women that died in the war and the millions of Vietnamese that perished as well. But My conspiracy theory brain is thinking, Trump's thinking, all right, if I get us into a war now... It's re-election time. I get a lock on that right, right. presidential election. Because the old, the old kill, adage, you don't like to change horses midstream. Yeah, I, don't, I don't have to kill a few thousand, you know... 18-year-old infantrymen to do it. So right. let's just, you know, people are expendable. You would know that based on how I pay my bills when I used to do real estate. That and life is precious as long as it's not aborted. Um, anywho, uh, they're trying to really sell us. I, that's that's the dialogue I'm getting. First, it was the weird fucking attack on an oil tanker off the coast of Oman. Now it's this drone. Yeah. Spy drone that shot down over international waters. The sad thing is, in my lifetime, I've known two Iranians. One who's actually, she was a few grades younger than me in high school, who was actually born there and came here. And the other is a very close friend of Kristen's and mine, who's actually in our wedding. And I believe he's first-generation American, so he was born here, but his parents weren't. Mm. And they both have family over there, and they both said the same thing when I've asked them about, you know, tensions in the past like what's they said what sucks is it's all the government like the people in Iran love America could not give less Two of a fucks fuck. yeah it's the government yeah and whenever Corolla has had a joke before it's like oh yeah what part of Canada are they from like somebody's electing these people yeah. somebody like the the people who are in the government are also Iranian they came up through the ranks somehow yeah there is some American dislike in there but <laughs> it's unfortunate knowing people who have close ties there. It's so hard for me to not delve into this because I'm trying to have a super fun episode <laughs> while we're getting reconstructed and we're watching well, this let's episode. Just go, let's just go back to travel. I don't know about Tehran, but my point is, like, Greenland, Iceland, Europe, the UK, Ireland, England, Scotland, Germany, I already named Italy and France, maybe China, definitely Japan, Australia to go see Matt, fucking New Zealand, Canada. There are so many just generic white people tourist I, countries I'd rather go to before I go look at ruins in fucking Peru. I've been to Canada. The ruins in Peru are far more interesting. What do you do once you get to the top? You're like, here it is. Dude, you're at the top of the fucking world down there. You're in the... So you can't breathe? It's... You can breathe. It's not fucking Mount Everest, you smartass. But I'm just saying, you, it's its the lack of appreciation. its You're looking at it like, here we are in 2019, and we you hike up, which you wouldn't do. We right. know that. So I've given you the option of floating down. Let me finish. Okay. I've given the option of floating down on a helicopter and spending an hour in Machu Picchu. And you're like, fuck this that. Really good I know, because it was the good chicken. And you're not, you're not appreciating it. 
And what I'm telling you is that city was built in a time when there was no mechanized right, industrial right. equipment. Right. You're talking about something that is a fucking incredible okay. industrial... I get the historical obsession for you. What I don't understand... It's not even an obsession. What it's I just, don't understand is moments ago... You poo-pooed the idea of going to the beach and just yeah. sitting on the beach. When I get to the beach, I want to rent a jet ski. I want to go fishing. I don't want to just sit. Not not every. I mean, I'll sit for a day. I'll go. I'll do yeah. a beach sit day. My question but I'm not is, go to what beach do you do there? at Machu Picchu? There's no jet skis. There's no fish. You get there. You see it. You, you hike. stand. You look around. You take in you do, what is the most... Ama- you do the equivalent of sitting still on a beach for a Not day. at all, dude. That's a false equivalency. No. You're just getting jazzed up on good... Hello, chicken right now. Oh, and you got it again. Huh? I'm telling the listeners, we got halal guys again. Well, I already did. This is like a four straight week. Which gets to my point. If, if, if the Golden Voice would listen to me more mm-hmm. and, and trust what I'm saying... Now look at him. He, he is basically eating ISIS food. You're eating ISIS. Hey, you know what? If ISIS made this, I'd support him. I, I bet you would. This is probably more of a Hamas food. Mm, one and the same. I guess I, <laughs> I guess I just don't understand the same brain thinking. I don't want to just go sit on the beach all day, but I will do a two-day hike no. to go look at ruins Listen to me, man. If Okay, the average American vacation lasts seven days. Mm. I read that recently. Most, because most people choose to take a summer vacation, because mm-hmm. most Americans only have two weeks paid vacation. I'm, I'm assuming that Europeans and some well, other cultures have why. have more, because the French only do a four day work week. Um, I was say, that's part of why we're the greatest country in the world. Well, that's. Mm-hmm. I'll just hum that <laughs> off, but nonetheless, most Americans only take seven days during the summer to have their summer vacation, mm-hmm. on average. People like me that have unlimited vacation, even I only do about, like, I just, I'm taking vacation from my birthday on the 3rd till the 13th. So it's like a Wednesday all the way up to the next Sunday. So it's like calendars 10 or 11 days. But I don't want to go to beach and just do, the, like, you, like your, your description was, you know, you do nothing all day. Mm-hmm. You stay sober enough to go to dinner. Yeah. You might go out and find a putt-putt course at night. Yeah, you have some nightcaps, maybe play a few cards, whatever it is, walk on the beach, and you just recycle the day. Mm-hmm. And the next day you do something very similar. Yeah. All I'm saying is I'll do that. I'll give you if, – if, if I'm doing the standard American vacation, I'll do two days of the beach sit. I won't personally. I'll do I'll, – I'll acquiesce to others that like to do that and say, hey, I'll go help you set up at the beach, <laughs> and then I'm going to go back to sleep. Around 12 or 11, I'll come back down, sit for two hours, and then I'm going to mm-hmm. come back up and enjoy some me time with a nice movie, jerk it off a few times, and then I'll, you know, and then I'll come back down around 3. That's why I come down at 11. That's when all the teabags are out. Yeah. I take a good mental, mental inventory of, a, yeah. of some thongs, maybe catch some lippage hanging out of one, then I go crank one out back up in the room. Anyway, but that's not vacation to me. <clears throat> vacation is about experiences. It's not yeah. about, it's not about, like, I'm lazy in my everyday life. I don't want to be lazy while I'm on vacation. I want to experience shit. So my thing is, yeah, I'll spend a little bit more dollars. I mean, come on. Have you ever seen someone frown? It's like the old Daniel Tosh joke. No one frowns on a jet ski, especially in the ocean. 
when there's waves that you can jump and get legitimate airtime on. No one does that. The it's little things. I want to jump. I want to. I want to go fishing. The things that I will never get to do. Yeah. I can go. I can drive. There are parts of Georgia where we live that I could take a weekend vacation, a three-day vacation, and go to a beach for two days. Mm-hmm. I could do that. Come home, get right back into the flow. I don't want to do that for seven straight days. I need to go see some shit. I need to, I need to experience something. Yeah. Everybody goes to the beach. Everybody goes and sits and drinks at the beach, hangs out, gets fucked up. You know, if they don't have kids, they get more fucked up. Mm-hmm. But... That's not vacation for me. I, like, this is a prime example. If I was in New Jersey, per this episode, <laughs> and someone is like, why do you, are you vacationing in New Jersey? And I'd be like, that's a good question. I'm not sure. Yeah. But... Uh, I, was say, I drove through New Jersey when we drove to Plattsburgh. I have been in New Jersey. There's not much to There's it. There's nothing in it. Well, it's unfair. It's, it's kind of tougher about New Jersey because it is the Garden State. I would sooner vacation in Charleston than New Jersey. I don't think you've given Jersey enough credit, bro. <laughs> That's how bad I think of Charleston. I'm just trying to I re- only said that because I know Alan's going to listen. I'm just trying to regain Alan's No, life. I know. You're not going to. <laughs> it's not going to happen. You've already, you, you have crossed the Rubicon, as it were. Well, he's still listening, so there's that. That's true. So you can, let's just shit on him. Personally. Let's go personal. I'm just kidding. I don't know him. No, I do. We could definitely go personal if you wanted <laughs> to. But I'm saying, I've been to New Jersey. It's... Not great, but I've only seen parts. Whereas someone that's like from New Jersey and lives in like, I don't know, Elizabethtown or Pleasanton, there's probably great parts of New Jersey. It is the Garden State, and I know for a fact there's beautiful parts of New Jersey. Mm. But people that no one ever says, "Hey, what are you doing this summer?" I'm going to New Jersey. They might say like a douchebag from New York or Staten Island say, "I'm going to the Jersey Shore." Mm. That's different. It's almost like that's not even part of New Jersey. That's like a holding cell for... I knew a guy in high school who was from a Jersey beach. He goes, I'm going home to Jersey for the summer. I'm going to surf. Like, really? Like, when I picture a New Jersey beach, I'm just picturing, like, broken bottles and... Used needles. garbage people. Like, you're going to go surf around that? Yeah. New Jersey's awesome. Like, really? Is it so awesome that you chose to move to Roswell? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But... That being said, it's I'm sure there's beautiful because let's be really honest for a second. If someone flies into Atlanta and they and they're on that, you know how when you know a, that beautiful mural. What a plane when but, you come up but, the escalator. But when a plane gets down to that level where you're about like we'll call it ten minutes from landing, and you can really see everything. Mm-hmm. You know, because in a normal plane flight, you're so far up, you just whatever. But when you get to that 10-minute zone from landing, you can see everything. Mm-hmm. So when someone flies into Atlanta, they probably just see a lot of green and a shit ton of highways yeah. and a shit ton of suburbs. A baseball field no one's a, using. A, a baseball fields no one's using. A lot of shitty golf courses. There's nothing inherently pretty about landing in Atlanta. No. That being said, the state of Georgia, even though we don't, we're, we're starting to you know, enact really draconian and ridiculous abortion laws and we're backwards as fuck politically, there's beautiful parts of the state that no one would ever know. Like, yeah. if, but I'm just asking you to think of it in perspective. If someone, that, they're not visiting Atlanta, they're not coming to Georgia because we're such a hub with the airport, they're connecting here. Yeah. So they see it 
And then they go home and say, well, Jesus, that is a fucking rough-looking state. I can't understand why they're getting rid of abortion. Like, you know, <laughs> you need more people to build cities. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> like, I love my, like, West Coast relatives. Like, you think you guys will legalize weed anytime soon? Like, well, you know, we're currently trying to strip rights away from women, and it's only a matter of time before we annul thousands of gay marriages. So you wouldn't count on it. Is marijuana in the Bible? Then that's probably a hard no. Yeah, it's a hard pass. Um, with all that being said, we are watching The Sopranos, The Pine Barrens. I gotta say, this is my first <clears throat> Halal Guys platter mm-hmm. with the rice. Rice has never been a big selling point to me. Like if, if you and I were at a wedding and you hit the buffet before me mm-hmm. and you came back and you said, dude, the rice is so good. I might, be, I would believe you, but I'm not gonna like leap to the rice. Nobody's ever sold me on rice. Rice is a vessel. It's not a. I don't know. It's a vessel. But if, if no, you have commented on the saffron rice. I have. And I, just rice is rice to me. Like I've had saffron rice. I've had rice at Indian restaurants. <gasps> oh. Oh boy. The spice and the tequila. <laughs> Doing its work. Plus the uh, whatever fomides are in the air yeah. from the construction of our the new The thing studio. about Halal Guys is their pita bread is just so soft. Like when I have had shitty euros in the past, which by the way, over Father's Day weekend, we got into a conversation about Halal Guys at the pool and Banks and Hoyt are huge fans of great reps. I know, I see your face. It makes sense though. <laughs> and I was like, don't tell Austin. Why, don't bring me into the, your fucking family conversations. I'm. Uh, why? Though I said, why not tell? Because because we just literally on the podcast got he just literally got through taking a huge shit on crabs. Because it's just garbage food. It's it's, yeah. it's 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 mall food. It's like if you say you love Chinese food, but you only ate at the mall. Yeah, at you're the not, China Dragon at the right. mall. Right. you're not you're not going down Buford Highway. Yeah. And you're not trying dishes that are authentically Chinese. Yeah. No, I like General Tso's chicken. That's it. I do too. But I, there's some times where you have to understand. Yeah, if it's midnight and I'm hammered drunk and it's delivered, <laughs> it's great. It's not Chinese food. That's as Chinese as American Italian food. My point is, I've always dodged the platter because I like the sandwich so much. Because, I'm hoping there's something positive coming. But because right I had a cheeseburger for lunch, I didn't want to have a... Basically, the same from thing from Wendy's. Oh, god damn it! <laughs> I had the baconator. That is. What would you have rather I had at Wendy's? I, I don't know. <laughs> you like Wendy's? What I don't. You? I only ever get the chicken there. I don't trust their beef. They do that whole thing. Beef doesn't come square. I don't want that. You, you can cut it into that shape. I'll show you how sometime. I don't want to. It doesn't matter. My point is, this is really good. The rice is good. Yeah, well, the, just the platter in general. Like, I'm not missing the bread. Well, the, they do give you some squares. The thing about the the platter is that you get uh, hot and cold. You mm-hmm. get textural differences. You get the rice. You get the tomatoes. You get the, the shitty-ass romaine, which is what that is. Mm-hmm. It's not even romaine. That's just iceberg. But there's, there's a lot of things happening. Mm-hmm. It's not just a one-note or a one-trick pony. Um... But the Pine Barrens, I do want to talk about this because MNP. This is, I don't want to, I don't want to belittle this, even though this is going to be a shorter episode than most. We we started out on this, you know, 
this train with the Sopranos because it was a combined interest. Um, you can take it over. I know I've seen this episode so I'm many just times. Do this a little bit so I can see it. This is a good episode. It's the one where Polly and Chris get lost in the, the Pine Barrens, yeah, in the snow, chasing a Russian that, that Polly is, uh, is fairly that is certain he shot in the head, but he's also like a fucking he was Russian a, uh, uh, the, Navy uh, Seal, basically. Yeah, uh, yeah, the comparable to a Russian Green Beret or a Navy Seal. Yeah, yeah. but they, so, he owed. Don, or he owed uh, Dante. Dante. Don, yeah, he owed. He owed. Uh, what's Silvio? It? Yeah, Silvio. He Silvio owed Silvio Dante. some money. Silvio's sick. Yeah. So they send Chris and Polly to get it. So there's already a little contention because they're like, it's not really our money. Well, well, from what I remember, it's not good timing either because Tony has this deal worked out with the Russian mob boss where right. he's giving him money to set off- offshore for him. Right. And it's bad timing for this dude's right hand man to go missing. Yeah, it's not good. And the dude had saved his life, the Russian mob boss's life, while they were in Chechnya. And putting the Silvio Dante thing aside, it didn't have to escalate to that, but because you sent fucking Paul Walnuts and Chris, who get pissed off like that, like, (laughs) next thing you know, there's a lamp around the dude's throat. Well, it was all because, the the, I love the the catalyst was that he had, the, the Russian had a universal remote. Which is almost like unheard of now. There's no such thing as a universal remote anymore. But when in those systems that they had back in the early 2000s, your whole house could be controlled by this gigantic fucking remote. Oh yeah, state of the art technology. Yeah, but Polly, being Polly, just drops it and shatters it on purpose, and that's what sets this whole thing off. Yeah. So they get they. Well, the Russian guy was giving him some attitude, from what I remember. For sure, but they beat him up, and they think he's dead. They're gonna take him out, Pine Barrens, Barren. Doesn't work out that way. He yeah. runs. They shoot him in what Chris thinks is in the head, but they can't find him. So now they're stuck in the Pine Barrens, and because and they're fucking ignoramuses. Yeah. And that's the real point here. Yeah, this is, is like a this is a comedy episode. It he's, is. He's too lost in the woods fucking using like an old carpet as a blanket and but eating that, ketchup packets. But that's why I found the Pine Barrens and this is like all seriousness to be better than most of the episodes because the average American and it doesn't even have to be American. The average person looks at the mob, mafia and Cosa Nostra and it, it, that name changes as you go from place to place. The Russian mob is different from the Italian mob. The Australian mob, if it exists, and I, I know that it certainly has been, yeah. is different. But there... Ooh, that's a good we, question for MNP. We tend to put this criminal element on a pedestal, kind of. like they, they must because be, of movies. No argument. But yeah. we, we still tend to do it. And one of my favorite authors well, always, always said that when you... It's like, you can do that, but you have to imagine that some of the most vile and corrupt people in our society are fucking nitwits with yeah. no more than a ninth grade education. They operate because we allow them to operate. Yeah. And this is a good episode where you see, like, these fucking dudes are stupid as fuck. Yeah. And the fact that they can operate reflects more upon us than it does upon <laughs> them. What I was going to say is it's not just film. If you go back to, like, the era of John Dillinger and Babyface Nelson... They they were like, um, uh, what's the word? They they were in comic books. They were in like those penny magazines. Like they were they were penny dreadfuls. They were uh, real figures who committed real murders. Who like kids like fucking Billy the Kid read about 
and fantasize about being. Well, no, Billy the Kid came for every one of the examples you well, just said. I, well, I know that, but Billy the Kid was also someone who was famous with young America sure. who was excited at the notion of a bank robber sure. and whatever else the real Billy the Kid did. So even though John Dillinger and Pretty Boy Floyd and Babyface Nelson and uh, Bonnie and Clyde, the list goes, even though they're literally like brutally murdering people and you know committing what would eventually be federal crimes, they're being populari- pop- popularized. That's right. In you know, ten cent magazines that teenagers are reading and think are fucking cool figures. When they when that's why when they die. Well, when you go home and mom says, "What's for dinner?" and she says, "Dirt." <laughs> yeah, well, bank robbery is exciting. It all seems of a like that's a better option. My point is, mob movies are no different than ten cent John Dillinger magazines. Like just the it's it's something it's not foot uh, football season we're we're not in the football season we're after baseball season there's nothing going on there's nothing to be excited about it's 1930 it's hot there's no air conditioning we're eating bologna again <laughs> but I do have that new 10 cent John Dillinger magazine about the bank robbery and that shit is going to occupy my mind for the next 10 days and I'm going to become an even bigger fan of a man who would just soon kill me mm-hmm. if I ever got in his way it's very similar to you know, modern times elevating mob mob types. I mean, chances are Dillinger and everybody else I just listed were not particularly bright people either. Well, Dillinger was a little different, if we're trying to be particular. I mean, uh, bright enough to get out of jail with a wooden gun. He had a brain. Yeah. And he knew how to work the system. Um, some of the others, not so much. Pretty Boy Floyd, nah. Bonnie and Clyde, not so much. They had a short run. It... <laughs> They did, and what's what's funny about that is that, in the prism of, you know, historical storytelling, they've become so big. Yeah. But they just never really had an expanded period of time where it's they like, were. It's like Vietnam. They have all this history, and yeah. we make a big deal out of our little spout with yeah. them. But it's like, yeah, that's really not. And, and, yeah, exactly. And they're like, yeah, well, that was like a tiny little thing. We yeah. fought the Chinese for a thousand years. Um. But yeah, no, I. <laughs> It's good. It's, oh, boy. <laughs> Is the tequila slowing you down? No, no. I just like that. It was a good, solid burp. And I, it's just, I feel vindicated. Why? Because you've eaten the halal guys four times. And I told you to get the platter. You've seen me eat it four times. You don't know how many times I've eaten it when you're not here. I know. And that makes me even happier. It's, it's very just, good. It's I, I so have- good. You have to broaden your horizons, my friend. Because let me tell you what happened. Just to get back to the conversation we were having a little while ago. Yeah. If, if, and I can't fly you into Machu Picchu. If I win the lottery, I will. <laughs> You're going to have to take that hike. And if you did it, it would be pretty miserable all the way up. You'd yeah. be hot. You'd be sweaty. You would, you would be in the Peruvian rainforest, so you'd see some pretty cool shit. I told Chris that I said, anywhere where you have to take a mosquito net, like, just count me out. Like, it just sounds fucking miserable. Which is stupid. But when you got up there, I, I, I have, utter assurance in my heart. See, now that now that you've said all that, now I'm starting to wonder, is it really that great or are people so miserable on that two-day hike that when they finally get to the top, anything would be breathtaking? Nope, nope, nope. nope. Where have you been outside of the country apart from Paris? I've been to Juarez, Mexico. I've been to Toronto, Canada. Mm -hmm. I've been to Normandy, France. I've been to Paris, France. Oh, there's more. But See, I'm having a brain fart. I've never even left the the continental U.S. Mm. 
So the idea that... I've been to Costa Rica. I, well, I've been okay. to Panama. I've been to... Um, not Panama City, the actual... I, no, I get you. Uh, That's my point. You've been places... I've been nowhere outside of a few U.S. cities that I listed mm. earlier. So the idea that I'm going to win the lottery tomorrow and trip one is a helicopter ride to Machu Picchu. It's like, fuck that. Like, I, I want to go see places that I, people I, routinely vacation <laughs> that my broke ass has never been able to get to. And, and I, we'll get to the ruins in fucking Peru, but it's not on the top of the list. I want to go smoke a joint in Amsterdam. I, I'm not, I want to go see fucking 1950s cars in Cuba. I want to go do shots and eat poutine in Montreal. There's... Mm other shit I want to go do before I go look at fucking ruins. You know, funny thing about Canada, when we landed there in Toronto, I, I was uh, fiending for any type of nicotine. It had been a long time, but yeah. I just had this fucking ink, just had to have it. And I walked from our hotel to this, you could only call this place a bodega, but it was like a Canadian bodega, very nice and well yeah. lit, wasn't like a Manhattan. Oh, or, hey, how are you there? Yeah, well, he was not. Was he French? No, he was uh, He was brown. <laughs> oh. But um, very nice guy. And I said, hey, man, I just need a, a pack of cigarettes and a, and a lighter. And he's like, what kind? And I was like, honestly, dude. I don't care. The kind that burns. Yeah, and he pulled down a Marlboro Red, which I was like, mm -hmm. Patrick okay. Swayze. Yeah, Patrick Swayze, <laughs> and a lighter. You want to take a guess at what the Canadian total came to on a one pack? I don't know what the hard pack of Marlboro Light. What's the conversion rate? Like, what's the Canadian? No, 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 no. That doesn't matter. The Canadian. It's not about conversion rates. The Canadians well, are actually trying to. I'm sure, they're trying to, I'm sure they're trying to discourage people right. with high prices. My question is, I, I don't know what the equivalent of a U.S. dollar to a Canadian dollar is. Well, I paid with U.S. dollars. Right. So what I'm saying is, like, I could say 15 Canadian dollars and you could laugh in my face because of the exchange rate. So what is the exchange rate? It's equivalent. Same? Mm hmm All right. So I'm going to say 30 U.S. dollars. No. Jesus. That would have been. I wouldn't have bought it. <laughs> Leah would have seen it. And I only had a credit card. <laughs> it was sixteen bucks. That's New York prices. It is, but it's like I bought a pack of fuck, cigarettes. Man. I bought a pack of cigarettes in New York for fourteen dollars. Yeah, I had the lighter, so that's the I just two. I, I just think that like the best thing about Paris and France was they the prices were not as high. Yeah, you land there like you want some cigarettes. Well, they, everyone, yeah, <laughs> but they, they were still fair. Croissants. They were more expensive than American, but over there they're like they have a legitimate concern with it. So they like. When you buy a pack of Marlboro, you might go over there and say... Did you buy any French cigarettes? I did. Yeah? When... Were you able to bring them home? No. Oh. I mean, I just smoked them all. There was nothing left. Were they, were they uniquely French? I don't know. They, don't grow, they don't grow tobacco there. Oh, I know, but like that was a thing in the 60s, like with your beatnik, you know, black turtleneck wearing crab, like French cigarettes was a big thing. If mm. you could get imported French cigarettes... It's kind of like blue jeans to Russians during the Robin Williams Moscow era. Yeah, but the thing about that is it's not really French cigarettes. It's just well, the same Turkish tobacco Yeah, <clears throat> they brought up and put their French brand on. But what I was saying was, at least in France, when you go to buy a pack of cigarettes, and they're, it's just insane how they're everywhere. It's like a... It's like their own drugstores, but just cigarette. And they're called Tabac. T-A-B-A-C. Tabac. You see it everywhere. Can I get an orange juice to go, please? Yeah, sure. Would you like some cigarettes? 
But well, yeah, I guess. And they have American brands, but I didn't really want American. I said I want a French cigarette, and they gave me French cigarettes. But they don't. It's not like here where you buy a pack of whatever, yeah. and it, that's the pack. Yeah. It says Marlboro, or it says it's Newport. It's got like a black label on it with a skull and crossbones, right? Not even. It's even worse. It's got like a picture of a little fetus, or <laughs> some guy's diabetic leg, yeah. or... I mean, just imagine the worst things yeah. possible. And I instantly recognize that this is not the way to, to discourage like this. this, because uh, what I found was everyone in France is smoking. Mm-hmm. Not everyone, but a lot. It's much more And I'm, I'm serious, because Leo's like, I want to save that pack of cigarettes. This is the pack, not the cigarettes. Yeah. And we still have it at the house. Because it was like, holy shit, man. And that's what they do. Mm. It's like the worse you put the image, the worst image you can put on the pack, yeah. it's almost like the French treat it like baseball cards. Yeah. It's like, oh, look at this one. Oh, What's this funny, one has the heart beating. Yeah. What's funny about that is it's the opposite of their approach to like nudity and marketing. Like, I've always heard if you go to Europe, like, you see titties in shampoo commercials. Yeah. Like, it's like no big deal. And you come to the U.S., like, oh, breast, cover it up. <laughs> Hide the breast. Yeah. Don't you know, worry about we, the violence. We need to go shroud Lady Liberty, or what is it? <laughs> Not Lady Liberty. Uh, Lady Ju- the Justice Lady. We need to go shroud her titty. We need to go cover her booby up so we don't have to see a female nipple. They don't care too and much about the nipples. I know, but what they're doing with cigarette, uh, whatever you want to call it, is the exact opposite of their approach to, like, nudity and shampoo commercials. Like, yeah, it's bad for your health, and Americans could argue that nudity is inappropriate for the public sphere, but at the end of the day, it's fucking up to... (laughs) It's up to the individual, and it's 2019. Like, unless you're in fucking Uganda, you know what's what's bad about tobacco. Yeah, and they smoke them there, too. I know. Because it's life in Uganda. What else are you going to do? Let's just have a smoke. <laughs> I wish we'd been recording the cow hunting earlier in the in the Jeep. We ride. can recant. It won't be as funny. Well, I could I could recapture the story and you can take <laughs> off if you want. My we f- had a meeting. Yeah. We won't say any names. With a particular beef jerky company that we will be working with. And the man did say a few times he liked hunting and one of our associates got a little confused and she was saying where is he getting this cow meat I heard him say hunt and I immediately laughed because I was like does this person does this woman actually think this guy's hunting cows (laughs) and that's where it flashed in my head like that that would be like you know, like those fishing places where the, the ponds are stocked? Yeah. So you know you're going to catch something? Yeah. That's like this on steroids. Yeah. Like he's just, welcome to the uh, cow hunting farm. Yeah, so you can go to Blue Ridge and you can either pay to go tubing down the Kusawati or you can pay to go on a cow hunt. <laughs> it's not a hunt. Yeah. You're just going to walk out there. Yeah, you just put on this black and white onesie and you can just meander in between them. They won't even see you because you'll blend in. And then you take this curved Arab sword <laughs> and just slit the throat of the cow you want to kill. They won't even know what's happening until they're dead. <laughs> now, we don't waste the cow carcass, so as it falls to the ground and dies, you have to drink the milk from mm-hmm. the udder. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My favorite part about that was she a- she she asked another question. She said, uh, uh, of all your jerkies, do any of them have sugar? And it's a good question. And uh, he was like, no, only the pineapple one has a little bit of sugar. 
the other ones are, are so minimal, but I know that that's important for those people that have, uh, uh, this, this is him, not me. Um, what's that thing? Uh, sugar, uh, sugar disease, Sh- <laughs> sugar, sugar disease. Now I'm on mute yeah. on this call <laughs> and I'm, I'm dying laughing <laughs> because I, in a, Patrick, in a, <laughs> what's the sugar disease called? In, in, in my mind, I'm like, it's clearly diabetes <laughs> that he's talking about, but I'm thinking maybe he's thinking something a little bit more, a little bit more, yeah. um, complex or, uh, you know, I, I was What's like, the sugar disease and I, but I wasn't going to unmute because I was pissing myself laughing. And so I wasn't going to unmute because I, I was laughing so hard. And then finally somebody was like, diabetes? And he's, yeah, that's the one. And I was like, this fucking guy. So when we got off the no, phone. No, it's AIDS. <laughs> that's a, an immune. It's, yeah. a, it's an it's immune. autoimmune deficiency. Well, that's, well, that sugar matters for that, too. Yeah. Anyway, my point is, this beef. <laughs> does not have that. No, but <laughs> it was just like, when we got off the phone, I, I was talking to someone who knows who he is. We won't say the name. And I was like. That man called it sugar disease, and I'm never going to be able to call it anything else. <laughs> I, I, my mind flashed back to those old Wilford Brimley commercials. Yeah. My name's Wilford Brimley, and I've got diabetes. Yeah. Whereas now it's like, my name's Wilford Brimley, I've got sugar disease. <laughs> I think if they had named it sugar disease, <laughs> you might well, actually... Big sugar would have brought the hammer down. The hammer down. But they might have actually prevented somebody from getting diabetes yeah. if you called it Sugar disease. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can picture the conversation now. Like, hey, Peppa, don't you think you should lay off the sweets? You might get the... Sugar disease. Sugar disease. <laughs> oh, you're right. Now, cut to reality. Hey, Peppa, don't you think you should cut down on the sweets? You might get diabetes. I'm not gay. <laughs> it's total confusion. That's a nice crossover between the AIDS and the diabetes. I like that. I'm not gay. I wear a condom? What are you talking about? But just the one, the fact she thought that this man was saying that he hunted cows, and two, that he laid out the the sugar disease. And then my other one was that he kept saying, I don't know, man, I just love slinging beef. And he kept saying, slinging beef, sling beef. And I was like, I will never use those words. Sling beef? Yeah, that sounds like a bad sexual term. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Hey, it's not like something Nick Manning would say. Hey, one girl, of you're going to sling your beef? That's what I'm saying. It sounds like something that like Nick Manning, the porn beef? star, would say. Like, I'm going to sling my beef. Busting ah, loads. Dropping loads. <laughs> slinging beef. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I've yet to see him, and I don't want to even look him up. because uh, like You, you porn. really, really should. Nick Manning. Hashtag. I feel well, like it'll ruin porn if I look up. It's just fun. Just Dropping fun. Loads. Caught your daughter sucking dick on videotape. The dude says ridiculous shit. It's amazing that he's not on every uh, porn star's no list. I don't know. You know that. And I, 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 this is here's the thing about it. This is gonna sound so gay. <laughs> His wiener's not even that big. <laughs> when it comes to porn, if you're talking about Ron White, is proved. When it comes to porn, if you want to get into dick details, there's nothing gay about it. Is that true? Well, he has that famous joke of like, well, his joke is actually the opposite. No, I, I've heard the gay. joke, yeah. No, but I think if you want to talk about a porno scene, you're seeing the dick. 
you can't you can't not see the dick, and that's part of the appeal because you get to sort of you have a dick, mm-hmm. you know what things around your dick feels like. Mm-hmm. So when you can see another person's dick feeling something, you can mentally associate with what that sensation might be. Sure. Which is why lesbian porn is kind of boring. I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty for a minute or two. Like I like it, it in a just photograph. Doesn't get it's, it doesn't doesn't get old laugh man there. What's funny about this is the I briefly have listened to a couple podcasts. I think her name is Holly Randall. She's a here's what's funny about her. She's a porn photographer and director. She's probably I think she's thirty eight or thirty nine. She got into the industry because her mom was also a porn photographer and director. What an heirloom. So when she talks about work with her mom, they're talking about like cum shots Mm -hmm. and it's just work for them and she has she has this whole different level relationship with her mom i'm bringing it up because her podcast is kind of interesting the conversations aren't that in depth but i have listened to a couple oh but ours are (laughs) continue i think ours are a little bit better okay but my point is she was just recently saying how boring it is to shoot girl girl porn She's like, it's just like, there's nothing happening. Nothing's going in and out. Nothing's moving. It's just lots of fake moaning and rubbing. And she said, I've literally been behind the, in the director's chair, like fucking nodding off before because it's just fucking boring. And and she told all that to basically compliment the girl she was interviewing because apparently her girl girl scenes are very interesting. Mm. But yeah, I mean, if you're going to talk about porn, you'd be lying if you didn't comment on the dicks. It's true. I mean, there's a reason we know Evan Stone. There's a reason when I said, uh, what's his name, Tommy Gunn, and you're like, I don't know him. And then I showed you his photo, like, oh, I know him. I know him. Like, you've seen their faces. Peter North. You've Uh, seen their dicks. Owen Gray. Owen Gray. Don't like him. Those tattoos. He's kind of, he's, he's, well, and he also has scarification, if you've ever noticed that. Like, he has a giant X scar front running from, like, shoulder to the hip and then shoulder to hip. And it's intentional. Like, he was cut to have a big scar on his body. Yeah, not my style. Like, Tommy Pistol is another one. You don't know his name, but I guarantee you if I showed you a picture of him. He was, I know him. I know Tommy. <laughs> and you might even know him from this. He had, You remember that old Adult Swim cartoon with the meatball, the french fries, and the cup? Yeah. He has the he has a huge tattoo of that on his ribcage. Oh. <laughs> do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. <laughs> It's uh, it's a little gross. <laughs> That's my point. You, you're being. This is like if someone asks me if I, you know, if tattoos hurt, and I say no. I'm lying. Like yes, they fucking hurt. So when someone says, hey, do you know who Tommy Pistol is? He's a porn star. No, I don't know him. He's got a fucking uh, French fry meatball, you know, cup tattoo from Adult Swim. Oh yeah, no, I, I, <laughs> I know exactly who that is. <laughs> Actually, I'm not happy about it. <laughs> I saw him fuck. Uh, uh, Joanna Angel, like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make me happy. Doesn't make me happy. He at actually all. won. If you would have watched the AVN Awards that I told you to watch, he actually won Male Performer of the Year in that 2018 or 2017. Well, good for year. him. Quick safe sex because I have to urinate. All right. So, anyways, like I was saying, Tommy Pistol. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> There's probably other ones too. I don't know their names, but if I if I could if I learn their names and just briefly describe them to you, like yeah, I know that guy. I actually saw I am. Um, I'll send you a picture because I have it on my phone. But it was a reductress article, like I've been sharing with you lately. Mm-hmm. 
and it was like the headline was subtle ways to drop to name drop your uh, your podcast into your uh, what, do you, what who maid of honor speech oh like you know what I'm saying like yeah I love I love these guys so much they remind me so much of my podcast <laughs> freewheeling loving oh got it there's a I've got a wedding to go to in August maybe one in July too we haven't committed to that one I would love it if I could find the maid of honor and pull her aside and just say hey I'm sure you have a speech worked out if there's any if there's any way like just just for the just for my own amusement here today I don't expect <laughs> to gain listeners but just for my own amusement if you could work in your favorite podcast <laughs> this pod thing of ours out of Atlanta in your maid of honor speech that would be hilarious and make it worth my while yeah hmm I've known Brad and Jennifer since college, <laughs> and you know, it reminds me of my favorite episode of this pod thing about <laughs> They're talking about chugging cock. They're <laughs> 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 talking about how you can easily identify Owen Gray's dick because he has piercing holes on the top of his head, and so it's really easy to spot even if you can't see his face. <laughs> and it made me think of Brad's dick, because I sucked it once when we all met each other back in college. <laughs> And he had a piercing back then, too. Just everybody looks up. <laughs> Jesus. This went south. She's sober? <laughs> yeah, very. This is the one who quit drinking? <laughs> I just thought it was on my mind, you know? Oh, I smoke a lot of weed. It was really good. I was really happy with that selection. Hot sauce. You know, I learned from the girls that work at Halal Guys, like behind the counter, that the hot sauce at Halal Guys is 20 times hotter us. than yeah. a jalapeno. It's hot. It's hot. Mm. It is not for the faint of heart. No. That was the best when my dad tried it for the first time when I warned him. And he's like, yeah, all right. And then like 20 minutes later, I just hear it go, God damn! <laughs> like, I told you. I wasn't <laughs> lying when I said it. It's not great raps. They know tzatziki sauce. I don't mm. like I don't like tzatziki sauce. And Banks was asking me why, and I said because it's fucking plain yogurt with dill. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want that. That doesn't sound good on anything. Man, I disagree, but we don't need to get into it. When you've had the halal guy's white sauce, it's like why why waste your time with yogurt and dill? Again, I hear you, <laughs> but I'm not trying to go down this path right now. It's like, do you like Big Mac sauce? Love it. You should try mayonnaise and ketchup. <laughs> that's not the same. Well, it wouldn't be, because you have to add sweet relish. I know, that's my point. That's like comparing Halal Guy's white sauce to tzatziki sauce. Like, do you like Halal Guy's white sauce? Love it. You should try yogurt and dill. That's not what I want. <laughs> Get a little too much mm-hmm. of the heat. Here, just put your shit in that. That is hot. Yeah, that's a lot of heat. Oh, so the Pine Barrens is over. <laughs> Any takeaways? I couldn't. It was. I know that we have to have something on to refer to, but we I don't have to because of the shadow and the cat box in this random room we're in now. I couldn't see this the episode. Whew. my favorite part of the Pine Barrens. They call Tony. They're stuck. They're eating cat ketchup packets. Yeah. So he calls Bobby. Oh, yeah, this, I was gonna say my favorite part is the Bobby factor. When he comes out in all his hunting gear. And then Tony's like laughing at him. Yeah. But it's like, it's kind of like classic Bobby in that he's actually prepared. Yeah. Like Bobby comes prepared. Bobby Bacala 
It's not going to show up anywhere and not be prepared. Well, yeah, I mean, spoiler alert. The, one of the biggest tragedies of the end of the series, in my opinion, was Bobby getting killed. Not that he got killed. I saw him getting killed. I just wish he had... Because he had kind of reached, like, a status. That's my point, like... Now he's getting killed in a fucking... He's not... Hobby Lobby? He's not a fucking Rhodes Scholar, but when you consider the guys that came before Bobby, he's a brother-in-law, so he's he's family to Tony, and he, you can tell he's got a head on his shoulders... Mm-hmm. And he's not a fucking, like, murdering meathead. Like, it was a big deal for him when he had to do his first kill because Tony was mad at him about the whole fucking fistfight shit at the lake. But as it progresses and he kind of sort of comes up in the ranks, you can easily see, had there been a season seven, eight, or nine, how Bobby would have been a very strong character. Right. You know, fucking... Well, Polly is always presented as a strong character, but as the series progresses, you kind of figure out like he he doesn't want he doesn't want to attain that that higher level. He right. just wants to be a a glorified soldier with a you know with captain above his name basically. Well, it's, he wanted to keep. Him, I mean, if you survive that long in the game, you're trying to sustain. You don't that want to put a target on your back exactly. with a with a fucking title. And you kind of had to see Chris's shit coming to an end because he could never get his shit together. But when Chris... Heroin's a hell of a drug. When you move into that final season, it's like fucking... Tony's kind of set now as a New Jersey mob boss because Bobby's got a fucking... Cape, got capabilities. He is prepared. He's, he's in the trains, but whatever. <laughs> um, Silvio's always there. You know, he, he's he's certainly not gunning for captain or gunning for boss because when he was acting boss, he fucking was losing his mind. Mm-hmm. You know, Polly's not gonna as- ever as- you know ascribe to that. Chris is dead. It's like fucking yeah. Bobby is a good character. He always has been. And then when he dies in the fucking train store, it's like god damn it. And he takes it bad too. Yeah, he gets shot over and over. They really—it's it, kind of like one of those scenes. You're like, "Damn it, David Chase! You could have just done this with a, a headshot." Well, and when you consider the sort of gentle or softness aspect of his character, it's kind of a bummer that they killed him, because he's never done murder other than the one time. You've never really seen him as this particularly scary or shitty character. Like when you if if. If Polly died, it would have sucked, but you would also be like, well, it's fucking Polly Walnuts. So like, you probably had a coming. It was kind of a scumbag. You never got a scumbag vibe off of Bobby. He was married. He had kids. Never had a guma. He never had a guma. He was faithful to his wife. He was genuinely distraught when she died, whereas if Tony's wife had died, he would have probably faked being sad during most of it. You know. That would have been a really interesting turn. They yeah. would never have done it. Yeah, I know. But what an interesting turn that would have been. Because Tony would have had to play the role yeah. of sad widower. Oh, yeah, there would have undoubtedly been a scene where we've already established as the viewer that he's not sad. Yeah. But one of his fucking, um, you know, underlings at the back of the pork store made some off-color comment about Carmela's death. And so he beats the shit out of mm-hmm. him to prove that he's upset. But then he goes in private and, and fuck some fucking stripper. And and we yeah. get to see like he's not really that upset at he's all. He's loving life. Yeah, he's happy as shit. <laughs> and why wouldn't he? Because <laughs> Carmelo's a total bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like and then it cuts to like a scene with Meadow and what's his son's name? Anthony Jr. Anthony Jr. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel. What? 
What's what's Jody's son's name? That's how important of a character he was. Anthony. You know, it cuts to him and they're upset, and he's like, "Yeah, no, it's really sad." Like you can just you can picture how that would go. Like he the would, Sunday dinner would be a particularly good because they don't have any of the food. Yeah, she would not have made. Well, her it parents would have still been there. That's true. And he and he just him feigning sadness. It, it's you could easily see it. It's too bad he's not around anymore. They could have. They could come back just like every other fucking show is. Ah, oh, James. I am pretty pumped about the movie, though, especially seeing the stills of his son playing him mm. as a younger Tony What's Soprano. What's it called? Something about uh, Newark? Ghost of Newark? I don't know. I, I'm. You've told me the title, and I don't particularly I'm, I'm like excited. It. I'm excited about it. Anything that relates back to this, especially since it was our idea and David Chase stole it a yeah. year ago. You're welcome, America. Yeah, you're I'm welcome, I'm excited America. about it. You've told me the title, and I don't like the title. I, I mean, I don't like that it's a full-length movie. I, w- I wish they would have kept the HBOs. Well, yeah, they, I mean, the, the success rate of HBO original shows, they could have done a couple seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, of a 1970s pre-Soprano <coughs> prequel. That could have yeah. been cool as shit. Well, <clears throat> I, w- I will say this. I am sorry to the listeners We with the construction and the noise. and the This new studio, though, I mean, per- hold on. Yeah, producer Burke is unfortunately still in the thong putting down. You know, you remember the tile. episode of Seinfeld when he points out that you don't want to see everything naked, like coughing? Right. Watching a... Uh, a grown Produce, man's yeah. sand in a thong. In a thong is tough. He's grouting now, which is actually worse. It's, it's less motion, yeah. but there's something about the grout with the thong. Well, and him licking his lips while he's doing it is not. Yeah, helping. he's staring at me too. I don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's transition away. And but I do. The maid apron. I do. That's not necessary. <laughs> and when did he get that tattoo? It's and, awful. And uh, put on some heels. I mean, yeah, if you're gonna go that far, go all the way. Go all the way. Uh, but super apology for the for the for the noise for the length. Although I we went past what we told you we would give you uh, for the halal guy's hotness that just hit me in my fucking sinuses like an H bomb. I was trying to figure out what the fuck you were doing over there with that hot sauce packet, like it was fucking ketchup. Just well, just I dropping. I, I dotted it all over. That's too much. It was too much. Um, I got the same platter you did. I did six total drops of hot sauce. You easily did twelve. I like hot, but that, like, I know, like, right now, I have, I'm fighting a sneeze because I think there's a bit of hot, like, right here. Yeah. And I know this is not visual, but just point to your upper nasal cavity right beneath your eye. Near the tear duct. Yeah, and it's it's severe. It's kind of like, uh, it's so hot. The only comparison I can give it is like when you eat an ice cream too fast and you get that cold freeze. Yeah. It's like that, but worse because it's fire. Yeah. Like you inhaled pepper. Yeah. It's really, really hot, which makes me wonder like when you go, like we went the last time to Whole All Guys and you know, you had that guy that was like ready yeah. to squeeze. Oh, white I found sauce. out, by the way, if you get the sandwich and you ask them to squeeze the sauce, you don't get a free sauce packet. You have to buy it. Hmm. And I watched how much they give you. They don't give you a packet's equivalent. Hmm. So I, in my mind, I was thinking one is never enough for the sandwich because even if you open it all the way up, you can't get it down to the nitty gritty. Right. So I'm thinking, well, here's what I'll do. I'll go and I'll order the sandwich. I'll say yes to the sauce drizzle and I'll take the packet to go okay. so I can go heavy on the sauce when I get back. And when I did that, they said, oh, well, the packet's 75 cents now because we already gave you sauce. 
Wow. Like, well, you didn't give me a packet's worth. <laughs> you gave me a drizzle. But it's too late now. I'll pay for it. But I like how you said it, too. Like, That's classic you. Like, well, you didn't give me a packet's worth, but uh, I'll pay your seven. Like that packet <laughs> like, weighs half a pound. You give me a squirt. <laughs> but I, but my mind eye is like, you know, that dude, was, he had that fucking thing ready to just splood sauce yeah. on our meal. Yeah. And I kept wondering, like, if... Okay, if I had said yes to the, to the white sauce, yeah. and he just farted out all the sauce onto our platter, and I said, I want some hot sauce. Careful. Yeah. Careful, because that dude is, like, ready. Oh, yeah, he would have been the opposite of the girl from the tor- story I told before, where she's like, are you sure you want me to just make it look like the picture? Because this is really hot. <laughs> oh, yeah, I like hot. It's 20 times hotter than a jalapeno. Have you had it before? No, but I'll be fine. I want you to taste it before I ruin your lunch because we can't give you this for free if you don't like it. Yeah. And then she put it on a spoon and was like, okay, yeah, I'll take that on the side. Yeah, it's hot. I but anyways, not- apologies for all the noise. It's a for the content. Episode, yeah, it's uh, a- <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, this is way better than our ten worst episodes. <laughs> We've had some stinkers. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with stinkers. this show. I'm not... Like last week, I, I want to make a promise to MMP though. I don't feel like we could give, we couldn't do right by the Sopranos. So we're gonna do another one. Yeah. Uh, in a controlled environment, once the studio is done. Well, yeah. To be clear, normally when we record in the office, we record in we have a twenty-seven inch computer monitor to watch our movie on, so we can both clearly see it. Because of the renovations going on in the building. A, we're cutting the show short because we're doing it at a fucking kitchen table. And B, with we were, construction going yeah, on. Yeah, and B, we were trying to watch the Pine Barrens on my phone. Your phone. Which is not a fancy. And you don't have like a plus. It's not a big screen. Oh, thanks. It's not a jab at you. I'm just saying, like. <laughs> Seemed it. I'm, I'm saying if you had a plus, we might have been able to see it a little bit better. That's, sure. It's not a reason for you to run out and buy a oh, I'm not plus going size to. phone. Yeah. So it was hard to do a movie at all. I even pitched we just do no movie and just sit here and talk just, into the cat box. I just put it, yeah. I, I put it we out We made there. some mention of it. Yeah. And we shut it out a little bit. So the only thing I'll well, say is that... Well, now I know that uh, Alan doesn't like me, I want to reel back I on the show. I really, really, really need to remember to keep some cheddar cheese slices on deck. Because it's time oh, to... Sean. Yeah, it's just time to just... Fuck cheddar cheese. Don't waste good cheese on Sean. Throw no, no, no. I'm going, I'm going to get the Kroger brand... That's okay. the uh, the craft cheese, but not craft, which they charge way too much for. It's like five dollars. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get the Kroger. It's like a dollar twenty nine. They're not even individually wrapped. <laughs> yeah. So by the time I get halfway down, it could be getting kind of stale. Yeah. Even better, just bombard this man with cheese. You need to sling him like Gambit with cards. Oh yeah, it's gonna be great. I'm gonna record it, of course. You need to get a brown trench coat. Truth be told, huh? Not a bad idea. <laughs> But anyways, WFUCK, something else. Before we we wrap, you said it last week, and I've never clarified if it's true. Did did Alan really name his newborn Dansby? No. No. It's equally slave-sounding. It's, uh, well, you know what? Let's not do that. Let's well, just assume that's that... That's the thing. You've said that Alan doesn't like me anymore, and I, I want to get back on his good side, but I am genuinely curious if he if he named his kid Dansby. No. It's, uh, Is it, it the middle it, name? It was, no. It was just a, it's, uh, a, like you, like you, you joked. Share, for privacy's sake, you don't have to share it. I think we've kind of shared the other, the other one's name, but we don't need to go down that. We don't, I'm not here to besmirch small children. <laughs> but I will say it... It, it does sound a little slaveholding. Is it equally slaveholding to Dansby? 
kind of. I just want to. I just want to point out, Alan. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> well, let's just put it. it, it, it if you were on a plantation in 1863 and you heard the name, you'd be like, yeah, he's the owner. <laughs> not a, you know, he's not a worker. He's you're there, corduroy. Yeah. yeah. Is it corduroy? Uh, if you want to call him Corduroy Bono, <laughs> by by all means, go ahead. Yeah, that's his name. Corduroy Bono. <laughs> Corduroy's not a bad name. <laughs> it's a terrible name. <laughs> hey, uh, Cordo? my name's Austin. How are you? I'm Corduroy. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> That would be your first question out of your mind. Is this dude fucking with me right now? Your name is Corduroy? You're named after fabric? But, and, and it's like, if your name is Corduroy, you go by Roy. Hey, I'm uh, Marino Austin. <laughs> Marino, as in wool? Yeah, yeah. My parents were in the <laughs> textile industry. So your name's Marino Martin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Marino, Marino Austin Martin. I go by Austin. But Marino's on my credit card. <laughs> Marino. Like Dan? No, like the wolf. <laughs> Do you have any siblings? Well, my sister Cashmere. <laughs> and my little brother Cotton. Yeah. Cotton. Now Cotton that's... Bono. That would have been that would have been the one. That's like the most <laughs> racist name. Cotton. A you white went. guy named Cotton. Yeah, that's, that's from from Charles. That's some Cotton. old South. Cotton Folly Bono would have been the worst direction he could have gone. Cotton Dansby Bono. Cotton Dansby Bono. My name's Cotton. I'm with a name like Cotton. I'm destined to be the leader of my asshole fraternity group. (laughs) Also, I am the president of the Sons of Confederate Veterans. (laughs) Cotton Dansby. Yeah. If if your name is Cotton, like you're going to be like the fucking Zac Efron of your fraternity party. That's a good point. Like, you're going to be, like, with a name like Cotton, how could you not be? You don't get away from it, yeah. Alan, if you have a third. <laughs> Cotton Dansba Swap. Cotton Bono doesn't sound bad. Cotton Bono, actually. It's old C.B. Bono. If there's time, maybe you can change the name you went with. Or actually, C.D. Bono. There you go. Cotton, Cotton Dansba. Bono. C.D. Bono. That's what, he knows, that's what Alan needs to do next, yeah. is the, the classic Southern thing yeah. where you name your kid something, After something. your favorite podcast. Right. And but it's like the name becomes like W. D. Bono. Yeah. His name right. is Winifred Dansby Bono. We call him W. D. Good old W. D. Bono. W. D. Forty, because he <laughs> slides into the ladies. <laughs> that that name came along in college. I sure did get a lot of the the snatch, as my old man used to call it. So they called me old W. D. Bono. Pull the wool, as they say. <laughs> Get my ashes hauled. Pulling tail. Something like whether well, getting the jelly roll, <laughs> as it were. That's a that's a slave term Finger passed bang. down. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> that's that's not a, a slavery term at all. That came much later. Where you just finger bang. Of course, they also call me the shocker. <laughs> that's the two finger, two in the pink, one in the stink. Oh, cotton dance bivano. <laughs> Well, I say here now, Alan, have a third and name him Cotton. <laughs> or her. Cotton works for a girl, too. So does Dansby. So does Dansby. He's good. He's good. And when your youngest asks why you chose that name, you say, well, there's a podcast. He does like. He does want a girl, too. Does he only have boys? He the, the, the newest one is a boy as well. He's only got boys. And when he, when he did the gender reveal, which is dumb, and I'll give him <laughs> shit for it because gender reveals are fucking stupid. A little bit. Uh... But he did say that he was a little bit 
not upset, yeah. but a little bit. He wanted a girl. I was genuinely always neutral. Didn't care. I just wanted healthy. I just didn't want to have fins. That's yeah. really all I cared about. Well, yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm the dad and the doctors. I was like, do we know if they have Down syndrome yet? Is there a way we can test for that? Like, are they are they well? Are you know, they healthy? Nothing would have happened. If they came back and said, we apologize to tell you this, but the kids got Down, so you'd be like, well, well, yeah. I guess we're about to give her a rapper name, <laughs> and she's going to be called Two Tards. <laughs> I'm not saying it from that perspective. You like that? You like that? <laughs> I like that you wove yeah. in two tards, our, our special needs rapper name. Yeah, a special needs rapper who name. Only does Your daughter, covers. two tards, who only does covers. <laughs> North Carolina, come on your way, though. <laughs> you said we weren't going to do this. I said it was lowbrow. I didn't say we weren't going to do it. No, but <laughs> I wouldn't have. I wish we would have pulled the cord, but. I was more concerned with just general health than Pulled I was Hold the cord? Yeah. That's so literal, it's disturbing. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're going to end this one right now. Let's uh, the well, you can't. Yank it up. <laughs> we're pulling the cord on wait, this. Wait, wait, wait. Who's governor? All right, never mind. <laughs> can't do that. <laughs> you know, you the, what's it, what, what did y'all decide to name your baby? Well, we went with the most literal. It's uh, Two Tards Hickman. Why? Because she's going to be a rapper, we've decided. She's going to set a precedent in the Special Olympics rapping game. She's going to be into hip-hop. We've, we've, we've gone ahead and decided that for yeah. her. You know, it's Atlanta, so <laughs> she's got a good shot. I was so, <laughs> I was so frustrated. I saw. You know, Banks is going to steal this, right? All right well, He's going to start rapping underneath. We're going to see an Instagram pop up very soon. Yeah, just... Just says two tards Hickman. Yeah, just do cover songs with a voice like this. <laughs> the thing is, it sounds better than most mumble rap sounds today. Like me, you. People, they won't even know. And the show has reached a new low. They won't know it's a cover. They'll think it's an original song. It sounds a little, a little similar, but also very different. It's so, like Soldier Boy, <laughs> but retarded. <laughs> Which exactly? He also is. Yeah. So it's it's tough. It's weird. Who but... did it better, Soldier Boy or Two Tards? <laughs> and the, and the is, Instagram like the, response is gonna be like, Two like Tards two nailed this. Version. I like the Two Tards. Two Tards. Version. Two Tards nailed this. Yeah. I like the Two Tards version. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> what me you? Because <laughs> that actually sounds like something that a special needs person would say. Well, you. At the crux of it all, that's what we're really saying about the hip hop community at large. <laughs> that's not at all what I'm saying. Like, like, if, if you're in the hip hop community, please do subscribe. I'm like, not saying. You, like, picture Future and all his mumbling bullshit. Sure. That's a retarded person. I can't. I don't know the name of the guy. He's from here, but he <laughs> actually <laughs> legit. Yeah, I can't remember the dude's name. I'm sure. I'm sure when uh, Banks hears this, he'll text me and tell me the dude's name. But he's from here. He's like. From Marietta or something, he's like famous mumble rapper, but that's what he sounds. Kid on the autism spectrum. With a little bit of Dude, a kid on the autism spectrum would write a sick ass beat. Yeah, that's true. They would write something incredible. Yeah. Some of these and then his Some best of these bud full from, functioning his best bud mumble from rappers. class with Down syndrome would do the vocals. <laughs> I got me some baby. 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 I got me some
<laughs> it's the same shit. <laughs> Welcome hold to the hold Grammys. Up, hold up, hold up, tonight. Hold up, hold up. For your first performance, we've got a two-talk. Is there a famous Migos song that you know? Like, because I know that like the shit they say is very mumbly too. <laughs> I don't handle the Migos because they're big dog fans. But yes. Hey. Like, that's what, I like the end. Hey, just every song. Hi. Now we've skewed into fucking South Park Tim A territory. I heard suck my dick. I'm trying to say that would be the best part of. Oh, that that's was actually. Fine. Well, that might start a fire. Yeah, the best part about what you just said was the whole. Hey, that works. Oh man, suck my dick. Is he saying suck my dick? I don't know. Anyways. I'm on that pussy drip. <laughs> Is this... Did Two Tart just say pussy drip? <laughs> I don't know. It really could be anything. Pussy drip is up my dick. Much like fucking Randy. Fucking hands getting involved and nobody knows. Oh, that would love this. I'm not really big. I'm not really big into this mumble rap game, but I gotta tell you, I heard something on the other radio that two tards is killing. Well, here, here's what happened. I was at church, and preacher was talking about this kid with special needs, and he's got this amazing ability to do hip hop. I heard his songs, and granted, it sounds like all the same shit on the radio, but because I know it's a white kid <laughs> with special needs, I fucking love it. <laughs> also, I heard Pussy Drip and Sucking Dick, and... What, what? both of those things. <laughs> As you know. I'm Mick Schmeier. Mick Schmeier. Anyhow. W-F-U-C-K! Sorry. Apologies to the special needs community. Apologies to... Everyone, everyone. <laughs> Hello, la, 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 guys. See you next week for 69. Hello.